Welcome to another episode of Paul Thon Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul. Today, I've got David Nualny. He's with uh, Freescale, and uh, part of our series of discussing all of the various aspects of the industry, especially with all the pressures between the Internet of Things and uh, cloud-based computing and functionalities, there's a lot of challenges for the designer nowadays. Isn't that right, David? Welcome to the show. Thanks, Alex. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of design challenges associated with medical, and I think the Internet of Things just, you know, really expands that. I think it's going to expand the size of the market, but with that comes a, uh, a whole new list of challenges. And uh, really the, the two main challenges that I'm seeing of, of uh, medical device design right now are how do you add wireless connectivity? How do you make these devices uh, lower and lower power because I think you've probably seen it as well as anybody. The biggest trend right now is uh, uh, wearable devices and how do you get, you know, whether it be patients, whether it be consumer healthcare type of designs, uh, into a design that's small enough, low power enough, easy to use with wireless connectivity uh, that, you know, really becomes much more of a, a patient compliance and usability issue. So, yeah, quite a few designs out there, Alex. Well, and, and, and the thing is, you're absolutely right, David, and the pressure's not easing up because if you think about the whole aspect, not only are we talking about straight-up medical devices in hospitals that have to be intelligently connected to a smart facility, we're also talking about that whole explosion in outpatient and in assisted living and in, you know, care enhancements and all those other crossover spaces where we're going to see a lot more of that kind of thing, you know, old people living at home with advanced medical devices, with telemetry and all kinds of stuff like that, right? Exactly. I think something just, you know, looking at the overall demographic of the United States and then uh, globally, it's something I've been talking actively about since, uh, you know, 2007, 2008 is how do we actually let uh, these, you know, baby boomers age in place and age more gracefully and actually be, you know, in a, a home environment rather than going into kind of what we, you know, generally consider either a hospital or, or nursing home environment. So, Definitely a, a market that, you know, we see driving this, but, uh, you know, I think the, the key to those type of devices are they need to be really easy to use. I mean, it needs to be, you know, mm-hmm. plug and play. And, right. Uh, that also involves – actual... well, I apologize. Plug and play. No, as I say, it needs to be plug and play, but it also just needs to be something that, uh, you know, someone's willing to wear. And I, I think of, you know, when I really started focusing on the, the, the medical market, and this was in 2006, 2007 – you know, we had wireless technologies like Wi-Fi and, and Bluetooth, uh, but in terms of the, the power consumption needed and, uh, you know, the bandwidth of these wireless technologies, it was way more bandwidth that was actually needed, and the power consumption numbers were really, really high, even for microcontrollers at that point, that uh, mm-hmm. you, you generally had a device that was, you know, fairly big and clunky. And, uh, you know, with the, the, the pairing needed for Bluetooth and uh, in terms of Wi-Fi, uh, at that point, you almost needed to be a network engineer just to set up your, your Wi-Fi network that this wasn't a, uh, a plug-and-play technology, and the devices weren't small, weren't comfortable, weren't easy to use. And, uh, you know, you fast-forward now seven years, and we're at a point today with, uh, you know, the microcontroller technology out there. I mean, we have very, very small packaging technologies. The, the power consumption numbers are uh, uh, very, very low and consistently going lower, and uh, I think one of the, the, the big keys is the introduction of the uh, uh, Bluetooth low energy into smart mobile devices, that now you have smartphones that really uh, people keep with them on a regular basis, act essentially as a gateway. And, uh, you know, having that integrated to the smartphone 
uh, having, you know, transmit and receive currents of, uh, you know, in this case, you know, probably sub 10 milliamps constantly being driven lower, you have devices mm-hmm. that are small, are low power, and easy to wear. And I think really that's where, uh, you know, we're going to keep driving that direction, and that's what's going to cause the, the, the real explosion of these devices in the market. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very good point. Now, uh, what's Freescale doing? How, how is that philosophy manifested in some of your recent products? So from a, a Freescale perspective, I mean, we, we are a leading provider of embedded solutions, not only to the medical market, but uh, uh, to a wide variety of, you know, consumer and industrial applications. So, you know, that said, uh, the, the, the key driving factors in a specific medical design uh, seem to be, you know, user interface, having a very, you know, easy-to-use user interface, uh, low mm-hmm. power consumption, and then, uh, you know, as I mentioned, the, the easy-to-use and wireless connectivity. So all of that uh, are kind of the, the three pillars that from a uh, uh, microcontroller, microprocessor, and uh, wireless portfolio for the medical market that Freescale is really, really driving to. And uh, I think you can see that in some of the product lines that we have, uh, specifically the, the Kinetis K series and Kinetis L series. Those particular product lines were designed, you know, first and foremost with, you know, low power in mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that said, also I mentioned just, you know, some new packaging technologies, having things like wafer-level CSP to, uh, you know, get these devices in tiny, tiny packages, which, you know, fit very, very well with uh, uh, a lot of the, you know, consumer healthcare and even some of the clinical healthcare in the, in the wearable space. So, you know, you think of uh, a lot of these, you know, bracelets that, uh, you know, some people initially think of, you know, consumer healthcare and like a, a Fitbit device. I can tell you that, you know, the, the next generation of these, you know, wrist-worn wearables, you know, it's not just going to be a step counter. I mean, they're going to have a lot right. of increased medical functionality and even to the point of uh, uh, clinical quality. So, you know, really having Freescale, uh, you know, take the lead and try to push for lower and lower power. And, uh, you know, I think every generation of devices we come out, I mean, the, the, the targets that we go in with our design teams are to have the, the industry-leading uh, not only run per, run current, but uh, also stop currents, which in a lot of these cases are generally even more important because a lot of times these devices are uh, uh, are in some sort of off state, just waiting for a wake up. So fast mm-hmm. wake up times, very low stop currents, and always try to push the limits of you know industry leading uh, run current technology. Excellent. Now, David, uh, part of that also is the integration of functionality. I mean, today's microcontrollers are literally SOCs, if you think about it. I mean, there's a lot of peripheral functionality on those devices now, right? Yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, it's starting to get uh, almost a you know complete board on a, a chip. And right. you know, healthcare has actually got uh, a couple of really key applications. You know, I mentioned some of the, the uh, uh, I guess, more end-user type applications, which are, you know, low-power, small, you know, user user interface. Uh, but when you start getting into, you know, what's truly important to the medical device designer, uh, the, the key piece here is integration. And I think one of the things that, that Freescale specifically is doing, and a lot of this is driven uh, solely by the medical market, and, you know, I guess some of the, the consumer healthcare as well, but you have, uh, you know, more and more of these sensors, and it applies directly to kind of the IoT uh, strategy and uh, trend that we're seeing is, you know, you have the sensor data. The sensor data needs generally a, uh, a large amount of signal filtering. Signal filtering, uh, high-resolution A to Ds, 
So in a lot of cases, customers use a, a very low power micro and then uh, a lot of complex uh, high resolution uh, analog externally. And right. Freescale's kind of taken a tact with uh, specifically one of our devices, the, the Kinetis K50 series, and adding op amps, triamps, and uh, a couple channels of high resolution 16-bit A to D on a single device. And I can just let you know, you know, forward looking, it's something that we see more of. And it's uh, really a, a product line being driven specifically from the medical market as, uh, you know, as these you know, sensors, all the sensors that are out there need this analog front end. So integrating that analog front end, I think, is going to be key. And then, uh, you know, as you've seen with uh, uh, products I haven't talked about yet, the Kinetis W devices, integrating that RF technology into uh, uh, the micros as well. So, uh, you know, essentially we had standalone micros with some sort of communication technology. Now we're integrating not only the, uh, uh, the RF, but also the uh, analog piece that, you know, that just kind of looking forward from a, a, a roadmap perspective, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if in the industry you start seeing, I mean, you mentioned SOCs. I think we could get to a point where you actually do have a, uh, a wearable healthcare SOC that has a precision analog front end, a, uh, you know, high performance micro, and then also uh, uh, that communication technology with, you know, whether it be Bluetooth, low energy, or one of the other technologies. I agree completely. I agree completely, David. Now, I always ask this, what kind of uh, support do you offer the engineering community to help them integrate your uh, solutions into theirs? Well, again, another, I think, just key differentiator from, from Freescale's perspective, I mentioned that uh, I personally have been focused on the, the healthcare market since, uh, you know, the 2006-2007 time frame. So, you know, one, uh, I think you have a team of folks that are very, very, you know, intimately familiar with the, the medical market and the medical design team. And uh, we have systems and applications engineers that have, you know, literally all but designed uh, a wide variety of, of medical products, really working in conjunction with a lot of the major medical device companies in the world. So that said, uh, you know, by working with Freescale and choosing Freescale, I mean, first, you know, that, you know, our products have been used in a wide variety of medical devices, which I think, you know, gives a lot of medical device uh, some, some good overall confidence. And two, you're going to be working with a, uh, a systems and applications team that knows, you know, all of the challenges that you're going through. I mean, they know that, you know, any of the software that they're going to be writing needs to be IEC 62304 compliant. You know, these folks right. are aware of lifecycle management. They're aware of the, the verification and validation that needs to take place. So really it's just, uh, in a lot of cases, Alex, just overall experience and having experience specifically in this market. Well, and that's a very good point because it's it's all well and good to have development kits and information and like, but without experienced people to help guide you through some of the shoals, I think it could be a dangerous trip. Yes, that is uh, that's definitely the case, and I think one of the, the the great things about our industry is, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, easy to use mainly from a, a patient perspective, but from a designer perspective, I think it's one of the things that uh, uh, Freescale and the rest of the industry is driving to is, you know, just making embedded design easier for designers. And, uh, you know, that said, you're really starting to get a lot of people that uh, really just have great ideas, that in terms of their embedded design experience, it's, uh, it's very, very limited. And those folks reach out to me, honestly, on a regular basis. And in, in some ways, I kind of feel a little bit like a venture capitalist into uh, I need to decide which of these, you know, really cool startups, which of these really cool ideas 
uh, you know, gleans the, the, the interest of uh, our team because, you know, we do have a, a limited amount of systems and applications folks, but there are customers out there that, uh, you know, with, with, with a good idea, will really help them uh, bring their design to market. Very cool, David, because I think that is critical. Now, I always give, I'd love to keep chatting, but unfortunately there's a podcast and we've got a little bit of a time limit there. But uh, before I let you go, I always let my guests have the last word. Um, it could be a little bit more about the product or the company or your strategies or just a tip for the industry, but the floor is yours. All right. Well, thanks, Alex. You know, well, you know, in closing, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to come talk to you and, and uh, tell you a little bit more about what Freescale is specifically doing in the health care space and uh, you know from my personal perspective it's a uh, uh, one a, a hugely growing space and uh, freescale is going to continue focusing on uh, you know really the, the the entire application space but if, if you're a designer out there with a application in either the uh, consumer health or fitness diabetes care uh, cardiac care wearable market it's something I definitely want to uh, uh, talk to you about. Uh, you know, hopefully you've, you've been to our website, seen a little bit of uh, uh, information about our products. But, you know, with our Kinetis K series, Kinetis L series, you know, we have some industry-leading low power. We have a wide portfolio of uh, RF products that's constantly expanding. And uh, uh, that said, I think you're going to see more and more low-power wireless products uh, out of Freescale moving forward. So definitely in, uh, I think, a sweet spot to capture a lot of the uh, medical device and consumer healthcare designs in the, uh, the IoT space. So appreciate the time, and thanks again, Alex, for uh, uh, the opportunity to talk. Oh, please, David, the pleasure is mine. It's always important to get as many different viewpoints out there to help these engineers, ladies and gents, you know, understand and figure out what solutions they should be evaluating. So now also... Uh, what's, is there a direct uh, drill-down URL, or should they just go to the homepage? Uh, give us a URL they can go to. Actually, I think the easiest place is if you go to uh, www.freescale.com uh, backslash healthcare or uh, backslash medical. Both those places will take you to the homepage, and uh, you know there you'll find a wide variety of uh, different applications that uh, uh, we've already done, a wide variety of applications, notes, sample code, and uh, things that are just going to make a uh, device designer's life easier. Sweet. That is very cool, David. So thank you so much for coming again. Like I said, I really appreciate the fact that you uh, take the time to be with us and help uh, educate our community on some of the solutions out there. Thanks again, Alex. And again, the pleasure is mine. And I'd also like to thank the audience, obviously, for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Pauls for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.